0: Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Mm -hmm. Today we are interviewing Michelle Legate, who is our district consultant here at the Scranton Public Library. She has been on the podcast before, mostly in our book recommendation series. I thought it would be interesting to take a look at what it means to be a district library and what the role of district consultant entails. Mm -hmm. Today we're here with Michelle. Um, Would you like to introduce yourself and your role at the library? Um, A fun fact about yourself, maybe?
1: Hi everyone, my name is Michelle Legate. I am the district consultant for the Northeast Library District and our district center is the Scranton Public Library. A fun fact about myself is that I have been a wish granter with the Make-A-Wish Foundation since 2007. And what am I currently reading? I am currently reading The Lightning Rod by Brad Meltzer. So do you want to explain what it means
0: to be a district library? Um, Because I feel like that's something that's very uh, much an internal function.
1: Absolutely. And I do not think that most library users know that they have a district library or even um, that they have access to services that aren't just at their home library. So back in 1961, the state legislature created district library centers as a way to provide more services to libraries that maybe their local library couldn't handle either due to funding issues or other um, complications. And so there are currently 29 library districts here in Pennsylvania. Some of them could be just a one district, one county, all the way up to, I think the biggest district is 17 counties. Our district here is five counties. It's made up of Lackawanna, Wayne, Wyoming, Susquehanna, and Pike counties. The District Center, as I said before, is the Scranton Public Library. We have four employees, including myself. We have a full-time district consultant, which I'll talk a little bit more about the role that I play. We also have someone who is in charge of our interlibrary loan department, along with an assistant part-time person. And then one of the biggest things we do in the district is provide delivery services. And so we have a full-time driver who goes to not only libraries here in Lackawanna county but all of the other counties as well and take a look when you're out on the road next time we have a very bright colored van um, that goes around to all of our libraries and basically brings library materials from one location to another and the next time you're reading a book take a look to see what library it came from because there's a pretty good chance that it may not have come from the library that you actually checked it out at especially if you put a hold on it and it came in there's a good chance it may have come all the way from not only here in our district but out west from blair or cambria counties
0: yeah that's one of my favorite things when i put in the hold request for myself is looking to see which library it came from.
1: That is one of the biggest things and a huge way that we can supplement all of our libraries. Library funding has been so severely hampered with over the last 20 years and as a way to make our collections bigger than they may actually be is to borrow items that aren't currently being used in other libraries and get them in the hands of users who want them. Yes and that can always be done by contacting
0: the circulation department and they can look up to see what's available even if it doesn't show on our website specifically.
1: Absolutely, if you see if you don't see what you want in the catalog, there is also a form that you can fill out requesting an interlibrary loan, but you can also call and don't be discouraged if you don't see it there because there's a pretty good chance that even if we couldn't get it here in the district or even in the state, we also do interlibrary loans from across the nation so there's a chance maybe you might get it from a library in California
0: yeah and it's really great that that system is in place it really helps with research I know I especially would use it and a lot of people that are taking college classes use it as well
1: absolutely so that is one of our bigger things that we do that people who are listening probably benefit from. They also can benefit from something that might seem a little bit more internal, but in my role as district consultant, I do a lot of consulting things and I might offer some advice on HR issues or answer questions about library laws and the standards that our libraries need to be following in order to receive state funding each year other things that I can provide to them is help for their staff. And all of those things are kind of indirect, but our communities benefit from having well-trained and well-educated staff. So that is something that I work on with our libraries. So what was your journey to get to your position in terms of your profession and entering into the library world? So I was not someone who went from getting a college degree to going to graduate school and getting a master's degree in library science. My mom had tried to get me to go to library school and I told her she was wrong because that's what I think we all always tell our parents is that they don't know us as well as they do. And so I spent a year after college as an AmeriCorps volunteer and I built homes with Habitat for Humanity in Camden, New Jersey. And then I went to Texas spent some time trying to figure out life at that age, and ended up back here in Pennsylvania. And I started working for the Northeast Regional Cancer Institute as an executive assistant. And in that time, I knew that that wasn't where I was going to end up for the rest of my life. So I started to think about where I, what I could do, where I could go. And my mom's words kept haunting me, telling me to go to library school. And I finally listened to them and realized she was right. And so I was working at the Cancer Institute. I started going back to school full-time online through Clarion University. And then I got a part-time job here at the library. So it was definitely a full schedule for myself. Sounds
0: like it. (laughs)
1: Working basically all day at the Mm -hmm. Cancer Institute, coming here at night and on weekends, and also trying to do a full coursework through Clarion and just a couple of months before I earned my master's a job opened up here at the library in the reference department so I was hired in September of 2008 and I worked in our reference department until July of 2013 and I also spent some time working on grants for the libraries during this time and in 2013 the district consultant position opened up and it wasn't necessarily something that I thought about doing but when the job opened up I was like that is such a great opportunity I thought of it as instead of just my career benefiting one library here is an opportunity where I could benefit 25 different libraries across five counties and so I Fought all of the imposter syndrome that kept creeping at me and telling me that it wasn't, I had no business applying for it. And so I've been in the job almost nine years now. Since your position as district
0: consultant, has you working with so many different counties, has that led into statewide organizations or what is the
1: relationship with statewide networks? So my job definitely has statewide aspects of it pre the pandemic twice a year we would all get together all of the district consultants all of the other people system administrators district administrators and meet in a place and have a couple of days of meetings and discuss issues and all that so there definitely is a statewide perspective of this i also when i Even before I was in this role, I joined the Pennsylvania Library Association and I did a lot of volunteer work with them on a chapter level, which is also like a couple of counties per chapter. And then I just, when I had this role as district consultant, I was encouraged to continue to look for opportunities statewide and how I could work with not only our counties, but just everyone across the state. And so I continued my work with the Pennsylvania Library Association. And I, in fact, was the president of the association in 2020, which was obviously not the year that I thought it would be. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. We had so many challenges. But the association, everyone who works there and everyone who volunteers with the association, came through with flying colors and supported each other. And the work we did in that year, I will never forget. I know
0: you mentioned how the district supports staff members across the entire
1: area. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So we do a lot of trainings for staff and on many different aspects of library work. We could have trainings for summer reading, how libraries can enhance their story times, how they can better serve their patrons we also do equity diversity and inclusion training we've done trainings on mental health awareness for our staff how to de-escalate situations We also have done trainings on something we call Reader's Advisory. So if some of our listeners have ever walked into a library and said, I need something really good to read, but I don't know what to read, there's a good chance that staff member you talk to might have gone to one of our trainings, and they know how to help a reader find the book that they are supposed to be reading. And it may seem like it's really easy, but there's actually a lot that goes into that. Other trainings can also be trainings for library boards trustees and library directors on how they can best work with their staff. It sounds like there's many
0: different facets and aspects to what you do on a day-to-day basis and it sounds like it's very structured but also incredibly varied and suited to meet the needs of whoever you're working with
1: it absolutely is and on any given day i could kind of be handling any different thing i might be helping a library director handle an hr situation one minute i might be talking about story time with another member and then speaking to a board member at another time And not only is it varied just in my role, but just in districts across the state, because our state is so varied in population, in types of libraries, all of the districts, they might, we all have our basic services that we offer, but every district is different too in the way that they support their communities. Thank you for agreeing to be interviewed for the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for listening, everyone.
0: Thank you again to Michelle for agreeing to be interviewed for our Meet the Staff feature. I hope it gave you some insight into what it is like to work in a library that is also connected to different libraries across the state. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or anything at all, please email me at aloney at That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or feel free to call the library at 570-348-3000. Thank you.